from India's largest newsroom, I'm Arun George, and this is the Times of India podcast. Of course, this is vulgar. Why? We can see his bum. Lawyer Vedika Chobe had gone on national television to justify filing an FIR against actor Ranveer Singh for his nude photo shoot. But that one line you just heard left NDTV anchor Nidhi Razdan in splits and also inspired a tune by musical meme master Yashraj Mukhate. Socha maine socha kya hai zaruri out of everything can you see the bomb? Hey, can see him bomb. So far, there's one FIR filed in Mumbai against the actor over the photo shoot. He's been booked for obscenity and, most strangely, for insulting the modesty of women. But a police case over a nude is hardly new. Whether it was Pratima Bedi streaking on a beach for a magazine in the 1970s, or Madhu Sapre and Milind Soman posing in the nude for a shoe brand in the 1990s, it's almost inevitably been followed by a police case. Shilpa Shetty was fully clothed and was kissed on stage in 2007 by Hollywood actor Richard Gere, but a case that was filed then is only ending now. Ever since Ranveer Singh's photos for a US magazine went viral on the internet, there's been a lot of discussion on the subject. हम बात इसलिए ये कर रहे हैं कि रणवीर सिंह ने ऐसा किया क्यों? उनके पास आज पैसा है, पैसे की तो कोई कमी नहीं. क्या है? क्या ये दोगलापन नहीं है? क्या ये double standard नहीं है? हाँ? We've had multiple columns, national television debates, and yes, even this podcast episode is about that. But here's a promise: we're not here to outrage about the photos. Instead, we're talking with Santosh Desai to analyze whether our outrage over nudes has changed over the years, or does it really just tell us about how the media has changed, and what are the implications of this? Santosh Desai is CEO of Future Brands, author, and the writer of the City City Bang Bang column for the Times of India. To start with, we asked him his opinion of the photos. Okay, we'll start at the most basic level. I mean, you have to have seen the Ranveer shoot, Ranveer Singh photo shoot by now. Yeah, yeah, I have. What, I have. what was your view of it? Well, um, nothing really, to be honest. I mean, it just was another photo shoot, meaning. given the fact that uh, particularly if you look located in the ott landscape and the fact that you are exposed today to a, a lot of uh, sort of uh, this kind of uh, promotional material it didn't really it was not something that one i mean it was I, obviously it peaked uh, a lot of interest on social media and there were a lot of but it was one of those kind of things that i think was in a good natured way there were a lot of people kind of taking off on it and it was just one of those things that was talked about but was not i didn't think of it as a particularly significant kind of milestone event uh, in in the history of our country and and yet it is a national issue so how do you yeah, view so is <laughs> and so yeah, how indeed. so how do, how do you view the fact that it is being viewed as this i mean it's being projected as a national issue but how do you view the outrage over it i know a little i have you know a, a slightly kind of uh, mixed feelings about calling it outrage uh because of the fact that you know in today's world the what constitutes our notion of outrage is actually quite is, is, is can be uh 
I mean, the bar has been set extremely low. And it's very easy to create a sense of something that has created a stir. Uh, but it actually is just the fact that there is such a multiplicative effect that media has today. That uh, because it's you take a very high interest subject, even if you pour a little gasoline on it, I mean, it catches fire, right? It, it, you, just a whiff of gasoline and is enough. So I think you've always had uh, people who have taken offense at, at every and you know every little thing. There have always been any kind of nutcase kind of court cases, and for some peculiar reason, uh, our judicial system seems to take particular sort of pleasure in in entertaining these. While there is such a an enormous backup of cases, otherwise, so this is a kind of a pattern where I think everybody kind of feeds on on the attention that gets generated. Uh, without there actually being anything substantive at the heart of it. And it, it burns itself out. I mean, it's, it's a typical kind of a cycle that we see. But I, I, to me, if anything, it, 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 is a, you know, it, it is a pointer to the nature of media in our times, rather than the nature of uh, our becoming more touchy. While I'm sure there's an element of that, and I'm not discounting that entirely. But I think the primary role is being played by the fact that in a high interest subject, now everybody must kind of editorialize on this, right? Everybody has to have a point of view. So it's it's not enough. I mean, because, you know, as, as people, as human beings, we feel duty bound to give our opinion because the world would be bereft if, if we were not to add our two bits to it. So even if you are outraging about the outrage, uh, which is uh, the second order kind of an effect of it, you know, we still add to the, the conversation and the sense that there is something significant afoot. Whereas in fact, Nothing is, is, is my sort of a larger kind of a, a sense of mm. this. And, and with Ranveer Singh, there's an other unusual element, which is that it's not even always nudity. It's right. almost implied nudity in some senses. And right. that still gets our goat at a time when, you know, nudity is just one Google search away. How do we even explain that? I think the, the, the getting our goat, I think is today what has happened is that celebrities have this reverse equation that, uh, you know, in return for the attention that we shower on them, they, anything unusual that they do, anything's out of the ordinary, there are a whole bunch of people ready to call them out because of the fact that they are in the limelight and in the public eye to the extent to which they are. So I, I, I'm not sure. So that's why I think the central question, you know, the central question here is that actually have people been outraged? Do they think it is pornographic? Do have they have their you know, sort of sentiments been hurt by the fact that, you know, this is not the kind of thing our children should see. I mean, that central question as to whether that at all is the issue involved. I'm not convinced that that is the issue here. The fact that actually people are genuinely outraged. I mean, there might be a handful of people who are. But by and large, I mean, it's impossible to believe in the context, like you said, of the kind of access that we have today to not just nudity, but you have pornography that is, you know, available, you know, on so many, I mean, millions of phones across the country where people have access to that. The OTT channels are, are like where nudity is, is very easy to find. Where male nudity now is, has become commonplace in certainly in, in the Western world. I mean, it is, it is routine now. Whereas it was female nudity that, that you know, you'd see in cinema and, and, and uh, serials now, you see enough examples of male nudity. So it becomes, it's very difficult to realistically believe that something like this has actually sort of caused genuine outrage. And then also, as many have pointed out, it's hardly as if it's been done in India for the first time. It's been done over and over and over. It's not even as if it's, and it's not as if that as against what was done, 
this has pushed the boundary in some spectacular way even that is not true i mean even here there is the same kind of a usual kind of fig leaf uh, photographic effect that we use yes there is a political environment where this idea of of you know what are seen to be values that you need to subscribe to that environment does exist i mean there is uh, uh, the easy kind of uh, moral policing that does take place and so therefore which allows for, and which kind of fans this outrage and which makes it productive for, for this outrage to you know be given vent if i was to separate the two as the production of outrage genuine outrage and then the recirculation of outrage i think this is a lot more to do with the the ability to recirculate and the advantage that you get in recirculating the outrage than in the outrage itself how do you see india's outrage over this kind of nudity having changed over time what uh, you see today i think is the fact that it it gets escalated i think far more quickly i think what the difference between then and now is is really social media it, it, that is a simplistic construct but i think it's true i think that's really what has happened and therefore the social media effect which is both in terms of speed and in terms of uh, you know the extent to which it gets multiplied and amplified i think both have vastly increased and i think that's what you see but also as a result it kind of burns itself out it is easy to see how it becomes part of the news cycle and and an issue like this 10 days 2 weeks and it typically burns out there is a court case that we if at all it gets filed it will get resolved over years everybody is forgotten about it so it's a the different between there and now i think are two things one is the nature of social media which just gives it i think that much of a lift and and a boost and the second is that there is a political context in which something like this gets located and and to that extent it is possible i think in this case because ranveer singh himself has not been a controversial person at all now imagine this being done by somebody who was a more politically sensitive figure it would have been a completely different dimension so i think that's the other element that that i think is involved here which is the the fact that because culture has come to reside at the heart of politics any cultural event uh, or a cultural controversy can rapidly become political and you know this argument is often trotted out whenever such a case arises is that oh you know india has this ancient culture where we have religious nude or we have nude saints why does that argument not really work in general? i think that's it's an abstract and a theoretical argument and also i think it's important to recognize that uh, you know nudity is context sensitive right i mean when you say the naga sadhus go around naked i mean that is not even presented as a nude a nude is a production a nude is a uh, you know has a grammar to it a nude is meant to create a certain desire i, I think it's a little i think it's a little naive to uh, to a certain extent I, i do think that 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 is that argument it doesn't make too much sense to me because to argue that a uh, ranveer singh nude is the same as uh, somebody who's uh, you know for whatever reason religious reason or whatever is going around naked to think of them as exactly the same thing i think is, is, is makes no sense because there is a context that is different and it's meant to be consumed in different ways and and even the fact that you know traditionally in india we did have uh, sort of you know uh, a great comfort with the body but that's a different india that was a different context that's a different time there is absolutely no is it that in no way bleeds into the india of today not just in in terms of this controversy but in the way that we carry out our lives it's not as if otherwise in india thanks to our the ancient kind of traditions we've been going around sort of you know semi clad and and uh, you know that has been our cultural norm 
So I think that that is a little facile to argue that. You say it is meant to be consumed in a certain way. How is a nude meant to be consumed? Well, I I think the idea when you when when you present a nude, you are presenting something that is meant to evoke desire. I'm just saying that it's not it's not the an accidental shot of of uh, Ranveer saying you know you know walking around and you're happening to catch him you know without clothes on. There is a deliberate you know there's light. There is there is a certain effect that you want to create. I mean, it's a carefully manufactured image. The, the idea of the nude is is that it is whether you it is the nude in art, whether it's the nude in popular culture, is the fact that this is it's not it, it is a deliberate construction of an effect that you are seeking. It is meant to create a reaction. I mean, it is not. I mean, if if nobody reacted to uh, the the Ranveer Singh photograph photo shoot, I mean, then the whole purpose of doing the shoot would have been defeated. And 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 the fact that there would be some people. discomfited by it or outraged by it i don't think that is that is uh, impossible to anticipate any such production would would in built in is that in that is the idea that it will become something that is hopefully mildly controversial and not like you know super controversial but it must cross a certain boundary without sort of crossing it entirely it must not violate norms beyond a point but it must you know rub up against what is absolutely comfortable uh, that's that's how you would produce something like this the general line that goes as excels in advertising is that really true or can it like you said backfire horribly when it goes up against something which is either legally wrong or culturally not there yet i'm not a great believer in the fact that sex sells in advertising in general but if the product that you are selling is uh, a film star uh and and uh, creating a certain amount of desire is an implicit part of the persona of the film star then sex is central or the, the aura of sexuality is central to uh, or at least an important part of the persona of that uh, of that celebrity in which case you know sex is not something which is an external device you are importing to sell the star but sex becomes you know that way you know more more central in the whole scheme of things and that is what we look to our stars for i mean let's be very clear that's the deal that we have if the our stars were in today's day and age that you had somebody who would not have a great body who would, would not look attractive who would not sort of compel attention they would not be stars i mean you know they would not have the same kind of a aura around them as they do we can hardly want something and then get outraged when we get it because I, that's exactly what we go to stars for uh, so i think it is a little disingenuous for us to argue uh you know otherwise well, columnist parmit vorat pointed out that unlike any other nude this one was targeted for unusually enough at the the male gaze it was at the right. female gaze and maybe the queer community so do you see a change in what's being deemed desirable in a way if at all uh, and i'm not sure this uh, directly answers your question but i think it it uh, the idea that you know the underlying narrative that our women need to be protected from sites like this because it may otherwise pollute them their minds and and make them think of thoughts that are not desirable if there is a worry aspect to this apart from just the publicity seeking it is the fact that if that becomes the underlying narrative which is what i found significant when when the what is complained about is the fact that it outrages women's modesty you know which is just feels otherwise to be a utterly absurd Premise. I think that is something that that is worrying because I think it 
there is a certain patriarchal paternalistic kind of a view of saying you know we cannot allow our women you know it's that our women it's that whole sense of that that you know we are beginning to see uh, politically in a way the the what underpins something like the love jihad kind of a bogey the idea that our women need to be protected from the machinations of of the wily kind of an attractive muslim youth to me it feels like if not exactly that but it does feel like in the same ballpark in the same quadrant so that to me is worrying the fact that uh, the fear that the desire that is created in women needs to be tamed and contained and that this becomes a form of cultural mobilization to enable that that certainly is worrying also because it's on social media does it then push the boundaries in terms of how say maybe even your male stars start thinking of appealing to an audience that they never really thought of in some ways like you it's been a more nudge nudge wink wink appeal towards say women and uh, the queer community do you see that something like this is that point where we start seeing more male stars open to something like this uh, yes and no i mean i mean you know i mean you've had instances of much more overt signaling happening in films certainly i forget the name of the film but the john abraham that that film with the uh, i don't know if i i was to forget the surround of it but the presentation of the male body and offering itself up in a certain way if i was to focus on that i think you would you would, uh, so it's, it's it's something that i started and i do think that's a fair point i do think that this does open up potentially uh, you know a window for other male stars to to think of this as a constituency and think of this as a as something to look at more actively i, I do think that is true we are looking at a stage where milin soman and madhu sapre went through decades of it yeah. uh, shilpa shetty is still in the middle of a case where she didn't even do anything really um right you know and there's this argument now that we need to demolish these laws but do you see the need for it to be demolished or do you think that it'll steadily just lose its relevance and its ability to sort of inconvenience people after a point i think in fact as long as uh, these laws exist and as long as the eagerness to to apply these laws exists i i absolutely think that it will only increase i mean the reward may be intangible in terms of getting you know x number of followers in a very quick uh, period of time being interviewed by a whole lot of tv channels becoming a local celebrity for a while those are significant rewards in today's day and age i mean as long as those rewards are available and there is no other reason why those rewards will not be available it's because uh, again the nature of the media today uh, the incentive to do this is growing it's not declining by any means so i see no reason why by itself in an organic sense this will die out and to me that that kind of an evolutionist argument you know i mean society will mature and these things i mean i i absolutely see no no sign of that happening at least now unless the courts uh, either they don't even have to change the laws in the first instance even if they stop taking i mean there are any number of things that courts constitutional matters are not taken cognizance of for years absolutely crucial vital issues if the court can choose not to hear them then surely something as frivolous and something as transparently kind of attention seeking as uh, this should not uh, be taken up by courts so i mean the fact that the uh, shilpa shetty thing is still circulating is i think an indictment of our judicial system where it is just transparent nonsense and and it's been given oxygen by by uh, you know the courts of the country and i i think that's the problem i don't think we can expect that this will die out by itself
Today's episode was produced by Jairaj Singh, Sunay Marathe and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TY+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at typodcast at timesinternet.in.